Praise the Lord, Palace of Praise. I hope all of you are doing well today. I'm glad you were able to tune in today so we could have this time together. As you all know, our governor has issued an executive order that restricts gatherings to 25 people. I spoke with a doctor this week about the possibility of having a small group gathering. She was very adamant about not doing so. She said if one person in the group then tested positive, everybody will have to be quarantined for 14 days. Plus, there are limited amounts of tests and health personnel to handle the cases already. So, we are counseling all church activities until April the 5th. I'll be in contact with you if there's a change. Um, we pastors have been encouraged by Brother Graves, our district superintendent, and by Brother David Bernard, our general superintendent, to obey our civil authorities, whether we agree with them or not, and we want to be in submission to those authorities, and on top of that, we want to make sure everybody stays safe. So again, until further notice, we will cancel all activities at the Palace of Praise until April the 5th. Hopefully, this thing will get past us and we can get back to our regular schedule. But until then, we're just going to have to make do with the best we've got. I think this would be a great time for us to pray together. And uh, we have many, many needs and prayer requests. Unfortunately, I won't be able to list all of those today. But I know we need to pray for our nation and the world. And we also need to pray for our government leaders, President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence, that God would give them wisdom and help them on how to handle this situation, and also the government in our own state, that the Lord would give them wisdom on what to do about our situation. And we need to pray for the pastors, that God will give them wisdom in how to handle the situation and what they should do in regards to each and every one of their congregations, and then also those that are sick, how to handle those. And Another one is, is to pray for the health and the safety of the saints of God around the world. And we have people in our church who have lost their jobs, and we need to pray for them because this is stressful times for them. As they are, some are seeking to find some other type of employment, we need to pray that God would help them and provide their needs. Another need is to pray for Sister Miranda, who is in critical condition with the virus in Salem. We need to pray for her husband, Brother Miranda, who's a pastor in our Oregon district, and also for their entire family. And then there are other UPCI members who have the virus, but there's too many of them for me to try to name, so we just need to pray for them. But thank the Lord, no one from the Palace of Praise has shown any symptoms of the virus so far, and I've tried to be in contact with every one of them, and Everybody says they are doing well except for a little bit of a cold. And, uh, and also Emily, who has an issue with her teeth right now, we're praying for that. She's supposed to have surgery for that. But, and then last, we need to just pray for each other, all of us, that God give us wisdom and help each and every one of us. So if you join with us, with me, let's just pray and take a moment here to talk to the Lord together. 
as a church. Let's pray. Lord, we are so thankful, God, again today for the privilege of prayer. We're thankful, God, that we know who you are, that you are the almighty God, the everlasting Father. You're truly the Prince of Peace. You're the Comforter, God, and I am so thankful to know who you are. Lord, I don't know what I would do, God, without you, Lord, in my life at this time. Lord, I pray, God, for this nation, and not just this nation, but this entire world. Pray, Lord, that your hand, God, would be upon this nation, Lord, and upon this world. Touch the minds and the hearts, God, of every individual. Lord, that your anointing, O oh God, would touch the minds and the hearts of backsliders, God, that are being affected, Lord, by this virus and by the situation in this world. Pray, Lord, that you would use this, God, as an opportunity to wake them up and stir them and move them back, God, to you. And, Lord, that you would stir them up, O oh God, to realize, Lord, you are in control of all things and you are the only one, Lord, they can handle this situation and make these things right and protect us and keep us. I pray, Lord, that you would be with our leaders, President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. And also, Lord, for our own local government, God, here in the state of Oregon, our governor and all the mayors and all of those that are in authority, God, in this, this state. I pray, God, that you would help all of them. Keep them, Lord. Protect them, God. Keep them safe. Give them wisdom, Lord Jesus, to make the right decisions and then help us, God, to submit, Lord, to that authority because we recognize, Lord, that you are the ones that put people into authority, God, and we must recognize that and recognize their authority before you. I pray, God, also that you would be with the pastors, Lord, pastors across this nation and around the world who are faced with tough decisions, decisions on what to do about their churches and their church services, God, and Lord, what they should preach and what they should teach and what they should be saying and what they should do with those individuals, God, and how they are to deal with those that are sick with the virus. And oh God, I pray, Lord, that you would give each and every one of them wisdom. Lord, we, oh God, are simple flesh, Lord, and we need that divine power working in our lives. I pray, God, anoint every pastor with peace. Anoint every one of them with wisdom beyond their years and their age, God, I pray. Lead them and guide them, Lord, in the word. Help them, God, to find a place of prayer, to bend their knees, Lord, before you. And find, oh God, an answer for the King of glory. I pray, God, that you would direct our words, Lord. That they would be words of encouragement. That we may be able to build up, oh Lord. Words, oh God, that would give direction into the lives of individuals who are desperately seeking direction in their life at this time. And Lord, I pray, God, that you would keep the safely, safely, Lord, all of the saints of God. Every one of them, Lord, at this time. Not only at the palace of praise, but also, Lord, across this nation around the world. Put a hedge of protection, Lord, round about them. God, I know that you are a healer, but I also know, God, that you have the power, Lord, to even keep us from getting sick at this time. And Lord, I pray, God, for those that are being adversely affected, God, economically by this virus. Lord, those in our church that have lost their jobs. Lord, I pray, first of all, that you would give them peace. Nor that you would help them, God, during this time. Lord, give them wisdom to make the right decisions in regards to all of the things that they must decide on in the next few days and weeks. I pray, Lord, that you would provide their needs, God. 
Let them know, Lord, that someone is praying for them. And, Lord, that they would feel the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And you would provide, God, for every one of their needs. And I pray, God, for Sister Miranda. Lord, there in that hospital right now, God, I know you're an omniscient God and you know where she's at. Lord, you're an omnipresent spirit and you're in that room as much as you're right here with me right now and with every saint of the palace of praise. And Lord, right now, God, by your anointing, touch her body. Lord, you are able to instantly heal her, God, and remove this virus in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the anointed one, oh God, to come into that room, the anointed one to visit God, Brother Miranda and his family right now, Lord. Comfort, oh God, and strength, oh Lord, and healing, for you are the mighty God, and all things are possible, Lord, through you and in you, Lord, and for all of those, God, other people, members of the United Pentecostal Church that also, God, are sick, Lord, with this virus, God, that you would touch them and heal them and strengthen them, Lord, and God, in the very, this very moment, I want to give you thanks, Lord, for keeping the palace of praise. Thank you, Lord, for keeping each and every one of them safe, and thank you, Lord, for the good health you've given to them, and thank you, Lord, for what you, O oh God, have already done for us in providing, God, the needs of those. Lord, you have already worked miraculously among us and God I am still Lord looking for greater miracles uh, by the power of our God Lord I pray today that you would be with us Lord during this time together and help me Lord in delivering the word of God and help every soul Lord that hears the word of God to hear it and receive it and to be blessed and anointed Lord by it I pray God for our neighboring pastors Lord brother Brock and his family uh, and Lord brother Wiggins God and his wife Lord and their church and the Huffmans, oh God, uh, that you would be with him, Lord, and his family, and the Williamsons, God, that you would touch them and anoint them and be, Lord, with the Barbosa, God, all of us, Lord, on this west side, Lord, that you would bind us together in unity with one mind and one accord, uh, and oh Lord, for every one of our churches across this state, your will to be done in every situation, uh, to you be all glory and honor and praise. Church, could we just thank the Lord for just a moment for hearing our prayers. God, thank you, Lord Jesus. You are great, Lord, and greatly to be praised. And Lord, today, God, we look unto you, Lord. You are truly the author, the finisher, God, of our faith. You are going to be with us, Lord, in every moment. And Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank God for the Holy Ghost I feel right now. I feel such a great power and anointing of the Spirit of God at this very moment. And, and I feel the comfort and the power and the anointing that's working, I'm sure, not only here with me, but also with each and every one of you. Today, I'd like to just take a moment and speak to us the word of the Lord, a, a word that God gave me in regards to our situation right now. I spoke on this same subject not long ago. But again, I want to speak on it today. I, I want to look at some biblical characters found in the New Testament. Uh, Mark chapter 5 starts with our first character. 
In Mark 5, the man with the demons in the country of the Gadadines, he lived among the caves. Yet Jesus found him there and delivered him from his demons. In the same chapter, we find another person. Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She had lost her health and all her money. Yet Jesus healed her. The next character is located in Luke chapter 19. Luke 19 and 2, a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, the Bible says, and he was rich. Yet his money couldn't resolve the problem. So here's this rich man sitting in a tree. His situation had literally driven him up a tree or to do the unexpected. But Jesus went to his house for a personal meeting. The next biblical character is found in John chapter 3. John 3, a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Jesus spoke to Nicodemus some of the most valuable words spoken by Jesus. It was to this man that he made it clear that we must be born of the water and of the Spirit. And thank God for the Spirit of God. These words confirm the new birth experience, which must be an experience of water in baptism and the infilling of the Spirit of God. The next one is John chapter 4, the Samaritan woman at the well. She had a personal encounter with Jesus. We discover through the story in John 4 that the Samaritan woman needed love and a relationship in which she could trust, and she found both of those in our Jesus. That encounter turned her into a soul winner. A soul winner, folks, because many of the Samaritans believed on Jesus because of this woman's testimony. The next character, the next character is found in John chapter 5, the impotent man. The Bible states, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. Jesus saw that he had been there in that condition for a long time. John 5 and 8, And Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The man was healed by Jesus And God is still a healer today, and God can heal. Thank God for that. And when God healed him, his situation changed. The last character I want to look at is in Acts chapter 8. The eunuch. The eunuch had just come from Jerusalem. And in that time, that was a place of great revival going on in Jerusalem. Yet, apparently... He hadn't received his answer or found what he sought. There were thousands of believers in Jerusalem, but he still hadn't found his answer there. And at the same time, there was a lot going on in Jerusalem. Did the distractions found in the city hinder him from finding God? So God sends the man of God to meet the eunuch 
but he meets him in the desert. Philip finds him in the desert alone. It was there in the desert, not in the city, where the eunuch discovered God. We have just looked at seven New Testament biblical characters. Some were males, some were females. Some were healthy, and some were very sick. One climbed a tree, and one couldn't even get out of his own bed. Some were religious, and some were not. Some were rich, and some were poor. Some were Jewish, and some were not. Some had a knowledge or had heard of Jesus, and some had not. So, what is common in every one of these individuals? Well, it's part of the title for my message today. Are you ready? They were all alone when they had a life-changing experience. So today, I just wanted to give you a message about the opportunity when we're alone. Here's a question for you. Would this woman of Samaria had conversed with Jesus if there had been other Samaritans at the well? Would she had even talked to Jesus if his disciples had been there? If Zacchaeus had a group of his friends with him, would he have climbed the tree or let Jesus come to his house? Or would he have been somewhere else partying with his friends and missed Jesus altogether? If the impotent man had someone to get him to the water, would he have had any need to even listen to Jesus? Or would he have just depended upon his friends? Pastor, are you advocating being alone? <laughs> no, I'm not. But our present situation in this world is requiring us to be isolated more than ever before. Several people right now or alone and by themselves. This isolation can cause us to have a sense of loneliness, and we are being required to be alone. This time can be a difficult time for individuals. Those alone times can be tricky, and they can be dangerous, church. I'm trying to get us to look at our situation from a different perspective. Are you saying that God has put us in this situation, Pastor? You know, I really don't know. Only God can answer that question. But I definitely know God is aware of our situation. Could our friends and associates at time keep us from hearing from God? Have we become so busy in the United States and around this world that we're so busy that we haven't been able to really hear the voice of God? So being alone provided these individuals with an opportunity to get their answer. Perhaps this time we're going through in our world will provide us with an opportunity to hear what we've been unable to hear before. See, it's hard to hear in a crowd. The devil would like to use these seeming down times to really pull us down. But could these moments be an opportunity for us to hear from God while we are alone? 
a chance for God to reveal His power and His will and His anointing in our lives? Is there a message you need to hear that you can't hear in the crowd? And maybe if we all came together and you heard that sermon today in our church, maybe the crowd would distract you. Somebody else in front of you doing something or someone behind you or something else would distract you that right now you being alone or just with two or three, you're focusing more than you would have even if I preached this in our church today. It was in that moment of being alone that these biblical characters that I mentioned today, their lives changed forever. See, God wants to give us dreams and visions of what God can do through us and with us. But dreams and visions often only come when we are alone. Could your alone time actually be a life-changing time? Paul said, when I am weak, then am I strong. When we are alone, our commitment is tested and our true character shines through. Being faithful alone gives us confidence we can be faithful when we are surrounded by others. Carl Sandburg wrote, Shakespeare, Leonardo da Vinci, Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln never saw a movie, heard a radio, or looked at a TV. They had one thing in common. They had loneliness and knew what to do with it. They were not afraid of being lonely because they knew that then the creative mood in them would work. See, some of the greatest sermons I have ever preached I've received while I was by myself when I could really hear the voice of God talking to me. Could it be that we at the Palace of Praise have been so busy at times that we've been unable to hear the voice of God because we had so many other things we could be doing? Maybe God is putting us in a place in this nation and around the world where we're having to put the brakes on everything we're having to step back, building a stronger bond with our families, building stronger bonds with our God in prayer and fasting and the reading of the Word of God. Maybe God's trying to get some things out of our life so we can in these alone times make it some of the greatest times of our life in God. Let me say again, God wants to give us dreams and visions of what God can do through us and with us. But dreams and visions often only come when we are alone. As I conclude my message today, Mark 5 begins like this. Verse 1, And he began again to teach them by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude. Then Jesus teaches them parables and we go down to verse number 9 and he concludes that time of teaching the great multitude and it says, And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. I'm going to read on, but church, I believe the Holy Ghost is talking to us right now that we need to have ears to hear what God is talking to us about right now. 
God, I believe, is dealing with some of us right now. He's removed lots of the props in our life and removed lots of our social activities and all the things that we get lost in. And maybe He's trying to get us just to focus on Him, trust in Him, and get closer to Him every day. In our story in Mark chapter 4, you go down to verse 10, and there's some very important things that are said in about four verses here. Mark 4 and 10 says this, And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked him the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Could there be some revelation that God is going to give to you in these alone times that you may not have gotten in the busy times? Could there be some insight into your own personal walk with God that you will get during these alone times that you would have missed in the busy times? Verse 33 of Mark chapter 4 says this, And with many such parables spake he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. Verse 34, But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, and when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. The word expounded means explained. Jesus showed them more at length the spiritual meaning of the parables. The great multitude, they missed it. They didn't get the good definition and the spiritual meaning of the parables. But when these disciples were alone, they got to hear, see, and understand things that the crowd did not see or understand. Could this time alone provide us with an opportunity for God to explain or an unveil to us what we need to do when this time of isolation ends? Could God give us words of wisdom? Could God give us words of direction right now in our alone time? That in the next few months when we come out of this thing, and I know we're going to, when we come out of this thing, that then we would have wisdom in the direction we need to go and what we need to do to see many souls born of the water and of the Spirit. We sang a song just a few moments ago, I'm not alone. Can you say that with me right now? I'm not alone. Can we say it again? I'm not alone. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Church, get the message. 
I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah 41 and 10, folks. And in the last verse today, Hebrews 13 and 5, he says this, For he saith, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Yes, it looked like they were all alone, but the reality was this. They were never alone. When those disciples were there, Jesus was with them all the time. I want to let you know, in these times when you feel like you are all alone because we're being isolated, just remember, I am not alone because God said He would never leave you nor forsake you. God bless you, great saints of the Palace of Praise. I pray that you would continue to be praying for the other saints of the Palace of Praise and for the saints around the world. Pray that you would be praying for your pastor and asking God to give me wisdom on what we are supposed to do in the days that are before us. And the Lord willing, we will be doing more of these in the days that are to come. God bless you, and I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Goodbye.